Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like build and bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. When you think about all the different definitions of wealth, you know, my grandparents don't have a ton of money. They're blue collar, hardworking. And I look at the amount of wealth that they have accumulated over their life in terms of the experiences they've got to create for their family, the memories that they've got, the fact that my grandma, you know, was able to live to her late 80s and die in her own house, holding her son's hand with her whole family around her. Like how rich that is. And we look at, you know, life, aging, your body failing you, things coming to an end, our own mortality is like such a bad thing. And I really, when I gave the toast, I was just talking about how rich our family is and how wealthy our family is, not because of what we have in our bank accounts, but more importantly, because of who we have sitting around the table. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's episode of Money Moves. I am your host, Matty A, my co-host, my brother, Mr. Breedwell. What's up, y'all? Dude, neither of us are in the studio today. I know. I'm reaching towards you. I'm reaching towards you right now. (laughs) You're out in Napa, as you like to call it. I am in in Napa. Yep, so shocker there. How how has the, the tastings been? How's the weather? How's everything going out in uh, the beautiful land of God's juice? It's good. We got our uh, <clears throat> some of our marketing partners out um, from Topeka. I believe you know a few of them. Yeah. Uh, we have some other advisors here as well. And we're just linking up with them, doing some chit-chats for um, next year, uh, celebrating the success of this year and just getting ready for the end of quarter four and beginning of Q1. The uh, weather is nice and brisk in the morning. It's like a 32 degrees, 34 degrees here. Um, getting ready for today with the all the exciting stuff in the market. Beautiful. Well, today is November 30th. And as you all know, if you're new to the show, welcome. We cover all things stocks, real estate, investing, and personal finance. Current events to keep you up to date, equipped, and armed to make the best financial decisions on your wealth building journey. We like to uh, 
of course, sprinkle in a little bit of culture and, you know, all the craziness that's going on in the world right now. What a mm-hmm. insane and amazing time to be alive. And honestly, what an exciting time to be alive. If you are looking at, you know, uh, you, you can look at the world through two different sets of lenses, right? As an eternal optimist or as an eternal pessimist. And obviously there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be turbulence. There's always going to be some chaos going on, but that also is what breeds opportunity. It's what breeds innovation. It's what breeds problem solving and forcing people to arm themselves with the right tools, the right relationships, the right resources to go out and you know, capitalize on whatever those things are to achieve the goals that you're looking to achieve. And that's what we love to talk about here on the show. So if that resonates with you, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. We have these episodes up on YouTube as well. So you can check these out on YouTube. If you haven't taken advantage of all of our uh, freebies and you know available value to our Millionaire Mindcast family, you can either head over to millionairemindcast.com or for those of you that want a free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio, you can text the word x-ray. Ryan and his amazing team, what do you guys do for people that text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555? Well, go ahead and take a look at your current portfolio, kind of have a conversation of what you're doing, what your goals are. Um, a lot of our listeners are real estate investors, so we'll incorporate your real estate portfolio, um, insurance, all that kind of stuff. We'll make a financial plan. We'll do a side-by-side of what you're currently doing, what we think might be a better option for you, do a fee analysis, all that, no cost, no obligation. And it just allows you to get ahead of the curve and understand really what your investments are and, and, and take them from being just investments, as I've said before, and being a full financial plan. So uh, we've helped lots and lots and lots of people with that. Um, it's just a good idea. It's almost like getting a second opinion on uh, if you get a diagnosis from the doctor or if you get a uh, recommendation from an auto uh, repair shop, just getting a second opinion because it never hurts. Uh, to have kind of two perspectives so you can have information to make an informed decision. Beautiful. And for all my credit investors out there looking for investment opportunities, passive income plays, you know, syndications, if you're an LP investor, you're looking for ways to generate more passive income, you're not on my deals list, text the word deals to 844-447-1555. We did the uh, recently, uh, at least this last quarter, uh, the apartments in Houston, 206 units there. Uh, Close that one out in a couple weeks. We got the uh, Green Coffee Company, which uh, we're helping with their $100 million um, uh, Series C raise. And uh, we closed out the first tranche, uh, moving into the second. So if you have interest in getting involved in the Green Coffee Company, you can text the word deals to that uh, same number and we can get you more information on that. And of course, if you want to know more about upcoming events, text the word events to 844-447-1555. We got some exciting stuff planned for 2023 that we're going to be doing out in the land of Napa, as uh, Mr. Breedwell would talk about. And we're potentially going to be rolling out some uh, different locations and experiences. So uh, text the word event. And if you're not on my text letter, uh, my weekly newsletter that I send out to all of our uh, listeners, you can text the word notes to 844-447-1555. So today we've got some updates on, of course, Mr. Papa Pal coming out, just slanging, you know, the narrative that is necessary to achieve the Fed's goals. We're going to get your take on that. We've got the jolts uh, or jobs reports uh, mm-hmm. that have come out, unemployment, uh, the Case Shiller Index just released new information on, um, you know, what's going on ultimately with housing prices, 
the market as a whole, as many of you, I'm sure, are feeling and seeing a little bit of the pain that's starting to trickle into real estate, which ultimately is going through the correction that many people uh, expected to happen a few years ago. Um, so we'll get you some updates on that. With that being said, how was your Thanksgiving, brother? It was great. I said lots of delicious food. Leftovers are gone. The question is, how much wine did you drink? You know, we didn't have too much because I had to drive. I had to go down to Vacaville and then go back. Uh, right. so I, had two, I had two glasses with my dad. Um, we had some good stuff. We, you uh, guys were saving up for this week. Yeah, exactly. We're saving up for this week. I have like, um, I have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to crack later today. So it'll be, it's going to be a fun time. Nice. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a different Thanksgiving for me this year. It was my first Thanksgiving, um, at least in my lifetime of 34 years, going up to my grandparents' house where we celebrate, you know, holidays up at my grandparents' house uh, with the whole family and people come in from all over. And it was the first year that uh, my grandma wasn't sitting at the table and she had recently passed um, in September and, um, or I'm sorry, October. And it was one of those things where uh, I, I was, it was like kind of a somber energy. And um, I, I looked over at my grandpa and he was just like sobbing through uh, uh, Thanksgiving. And as we started talking, you know, through it with, as a family set a nice toast uh, to my grandma, I was, you know, we, and I think this is like, kind of tied to to wealth building in general, right? Like when you think about all the different definitions of wealth, you know, my, my grandparents don't have a ton of money. They're blue collar, hardworking. Um, and I look at the amount of wealth that they have accumulated over their life in terms of the experiences they've got to create for their family, you know, the the memories that they've got, the fact that my grandma, you know, was able to live to her late 80s and die in her own house, holding her son's hand with her whole family around her, like how rich that is. And we look at, you know, life aging, your body failing you, you know, things coming to an end, our own mortality is like such a bad thing. And I, I, I really, um, when I gave the toast, I was just talking about how, uh, how rich our family is and how wealthy our family is, not because of what we have in our bank accounts, but more importantly, because of who we have sitting around the table. And so it was just kind of a, a, a you know, a, an interesting time, but it reminded me of why we do this podcast. It reminded me of why we talk about, you know, some of the things that we do. Yes, we talk about money. Money's important. Money's one of those tools that allows you to enhance and enrich your life and the other people around you, especially the great people who use the tool of money as you know, Mr. Breedwell, I know you do it in so many different ways. It's a passion and purpose for me to create as much wealth as I can to be able to give and, you know, um, impact as many people along the way with that tool. But, you know, wealth comes in so many different forms. And, and wealth is one of those things that I think it's important to remind yourself, you know, outside of this drive and this, you know, um, this path that so many of us are on in terms of wealth building and trying to unlock more freedom and, you know, more time and more, you know, impact, um, that oftentimes, you know, wealth can be created around you, uh, without necessarily having to have a lot of money. So that yeah. was, uh, uh, you know, kind of a sobering and, and somber, um, thought that I had while I was, uh, at Thanksgiving, but it just made me grateful for all the people that I have in my life and who I'm building with. 
And I think that's so important. And so grateful for you, Mr. Breedwell Tone, I know is producing this show for us and just grateful for all the people that are around me that I get to do life with. So if you have a lot of money, but you're not happy with the relationships and the people that you have around you and the life, you know, um, the experiences that you're getting to share with others, you know, it might, might be, uh, I would invite you to, you know, think about maybe rewriting that story a little bit for yourself and, and what your journey of wealth building looks like or can look like going forward. With that being said, let's get down to the nitty gritty on what's going on in the market this week. What do we got going on, you know, previously this last week and, and what's coming out this week that you guys are paying attention to that's moving the market? So what we are, um, <clears throat> we still are below the levels from a technical standpoint, in my opinion, that we want to be at. And I almost wanted to revise up my level from around the 4,100, 40, 4070 to 4,100 zone on the S&P 500, almost up to about 4,200. Um, because I feel like that's almost stickier. So somewhere between 4,100 and 4,200 on the S&P to hold and close should begin a new rally. How do we get there? Um, we need dovish sentiment or we need Powell today during his um, comments, his Fed speak, if you want to call that, to lead us towards that. Yes, inflationary pressures are coming down, which I believe he's going to say. I think he's going to say the housing market is definitely adjusting down the way that they want it to do. And I don't think that anybody's going to argue that anymore. But I do think he's going to make a point that the labor market is still too tight for what they are wanting. and. Because of that, uh, rate hikes are still necessary. But I do think he's going to say the type of rate hikes that we can do are going to be of a lesser um, nominal value or lower numbers. So not maybe that 75 basis points, but that 50 basis points. And I think there's about a 75% chance um, based on 65 to 75% chance today that that is uh, the base case moving forward for the rate hike next month being uh, 50 basis points. That being said, um, the market's kind of down right now in anticipation of that. And I would expect that if he does lead that way, um, the market would rebound and have a successful day. Would that bring us above or to the level that we need to be on the S&P 500? I don't know. Um, that's to be determined. I don't know if it will get a pop like we did last time with that 5% and then continue that you know 8 to 10% rally that we've um, currently still had since then. Um, there could be hawkish comments that would shock the market, I believe. And that's where we had that 16% uh, or so drawdown on the S&P in August. So still a very volatile time in the stock market. But again, this is kind of the time when you want to be tactful and continue on your plan because a lot of people are jumping ship. And again, it's not hard to do from a uh, execution standpoint, it's just hard to remove emotion from uh, mm -hmm. your planning, especially with your finances, and understand that when you did something, uh, when it was good, even though you're going through maybe the bad right now, it's there's light at the end of the tunnel every single time, and it rewards uh, those who are are prudent and stick to their plans. Uh, so shout out to everybody that's been doing that. Um, I think job openings. We had the Jolts report come out. Yep. Uh, that was down 300,000 from pri the prior report. Um, we did have employment, uh, ADP employment change of about 127,000 jobs added, and I believe 200,000 were expected. We did get a decrease in housing, I believe, 
Um, home sales, was it pending home sales or home sales were down 4.6%. And I believe they were expected to be down 52 So the real yep. estate market's still being um, somewhat resilient through a uh, really volatile time. But if I could remind everybody that was down 8.2% on last month's report. So we're still down almost 15% as far as uh, sales volume in a 60-day uh, period by month. Yep. Over Pending home sales decreased uh, 4.6% in October. Year over year, they're down 37%. Yeah. So that's, that's a, you know, a good necessary evil, just like the past few months with the stock market has been a necessary evil. But through those times, as Matt and I have both said, opportunity presents itself for people who are really patient and want to make sure that they take advantage uh, of those opportunities because there's two types of people, the people that do and the people that talk about they wish they did when they have 20-20 hindsight because they didn't want to do the hard thing and take the leap of faith that it takes and uh, and risk. And so that's it's just important, again, to make sure that you are working with people that constantly remind you of that. Matt and I are those uh, caliber of people and that people that are sticking to the stuff that works, uh, real estate works. And traditional investments work. Insurance works. It just has to be done right and and uh, applied properly, just like any sort of investment does. Yep. And you know, some relief for I guess buyers um, mm-hmm. in terms of the real estate market. You know, yep. it, when there was a good, I I wish I could pull it up. I think it's still a seller's market based on inventory, but it's like more even playing field than it was. Every month, it's more of an even playing field towards uh, towards the buyer uh, and not being so heavily leveraged towards the seller as it has been for the past year and a half, two years. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could I, I could pull this up, but I don't have it on my computer. But it's it's on my phone, and basically, you know, if you're buying a house six months ago, um, they kind of did a side by side of six months ago versus today. Six months ago, the listing price four hundred and fifty thousand. And they're just using kind of some some numbers for this example, but listing price four hundred fifty thousand. The sale price of where it ended up after the frenzy, you know, six months ago was around five hundred thousand. If you did ten percent down and you got a four and a half percent rate, your payment was three thousand twenty eight dollars. Today, listing price same same listing price four fifty. Sellers right still thinking that the market's strong and holding holding stable. They end up not getting as many offers and frenzy coming in. Many of these are selling below list price. So the sale price, instead of being 500000 and getting bid up, sale price ends up being 425000 10% down, 6.5% rate. Um, I think rates were at 6.6 six this morning. 6.5% rate, your payment is 3053 So that's a delta of 25 bucks. So it's not... A terrible time to buy right now. Any different than it was previously? You have less. De- you have less demand in the marketplace. You're starting to see an uptick in inventory. And let's see, where do we have inventory at today? Inventory. Realtor.com reports weekly active inventory is up 49 percent year over year. New listings are down 17 percent as of this week. So you know. I would say, and that's seasonally, we go into the winter time, less listings come on, less people moving, less transactions happening, mortgage apps fell. Um, 
And again, I think there's some seasonality to that, but then there's also right the Fed pulling their levers and having the impact that they're having in the real estate market. But we've seen, based on the Case-Shiller Index, uh, it continued to decline to 10.6% year-over-year increase in September. So the month-over-month decrease in Case-Shiller was um, at 75 basis points seasonally adjusted. This was the third consecutive month-over-month decrease and slightly less than the decrease last month. This suggests prices fell sharply for September closings. Um, So when you look at a seasonally adjusted basis, prices declined in all of the Case-Shiller cities on a month-to-month basis. Largest monthly declines seasonally adjusted were in San Francisco, down 2.5%, Phoenix, 2.1%, 2.1%, Las Vegas, 2.1%. San Francisco has fallen 10.3% from the peak in May of 2022. So as you can see, you know some of the markets are still holding strong because they weren't overly inflated and weren't as insane as, you know, so they're not seeing as big of a delta in terms of the price drops, but less transactional volume happening. But then you see the big markets that were going bananas over the last 18 months, like San Francisco, like Phoenix, like Las Vegas, like New York, right? A lot of these, um, you know, bigger metropolitan areas. So those are going to probably see the biggest price drops. And, you know, maybe some of the most significant in relativity, you know, pain, uh, you know, when it comes to some of the value getting sucked out of those, those markets. But again, I think we're watching the correction happen in what is actually a very stable manner. This is not something that is doomsday. This is not something that people need to be freaking out about. This is not something that the real estate market's going to crash and the bottom's going to fall out. The, The variables in this equation are actually very stable variables and are just a necessary part of this cycle that was already a big run up, you know, from 2008. We're talking... That's that's a that's a that's a big run that normally doesn't go on for that long. So, I think as you and I were talking about earlier before the show, in Q two Q three of next year, depending on what the Fed does, if they get more dovish, if they start pulling back on you know rate hikes, they're going to continue to do it for sure through the end of the year and early in Q one. Um, yeah. How long and how hard they they go based on how some of these other economic you know, variables kind of come to fruition or not, um, I think will depend on how aggressive and how long they stay on this path or when they start kind of pulling back a little bit and how that, you know, sets us on a new market cycle. But affordability, we knew had to come down. It had to level out because, it, you know, you, you, you tack on inflation, you, you know, bring in the unaffordable, you know, um, living of many of these big cities something had to give. So I think yeah. this is just part of the the process, guys. And and it's something that um, I am seeing more and more people uh, making lowball offers and, on properties that are in contract or that fell out and getting sellers that are motivated. Whether yep. there's some circumstance that dictates them having to make a decision or they're fearful of what is still to come and they just want to take some chips off the table thinking that the market's going to drop even more. So depending on you know what your investment strategy is, what kind of asset class you're going after, I think there's going to be some amazing opportunities um, 
many more to come, especially in 2023 and beyond. Uh, as we know, you know, the best opportunities weren't in 2008, 9, and 10. They were, you know, 11 through 13. So patience, you know, of course, sticking to your uh, plan in terms of fundamentals and investing wisely and, and, and just doing it. Eat, like you said, right? Like the emotion behind it is like, oh, man, I don't, this doesn't feel right. This feels counterintuitive. But those are the times that you really have to make sure that you're, um, you know, you're, you're following your plan and your gut checking yourself. Uh, because those are the times that I know for me, looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have thrown more money into the market in 2020 when everybody was freaking out, thinking the world was going to end. If I would have, you know, which I did, thankfully to you, stuck to my plan. But if I would have, you know, uh, had a little bit more um, confidence in the fundamentals around that plan and, you know, ramping things up a little bit, contrarian investors usually tend to be the ones that reap the, the, the most rewards and benefits along the way. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. As long as you buy quality, it always just goes down to, hey, I can be a contrarian. I just got to buy quality. And another thing I'll point out, you'll notice that the media is starting to talk about a recession, but in a, oh, it's going to be a mild, it's going to be more like 69 to 70, where the stock market didn't really do much. It was just flat. I'm telling you, the writing is on the wall, in my opinion. And it's when I make a prediction, I do what I tell clients to do with their plans and I I stick with it and I'm either going to die with that or I'm, or I'm not going to die. And so far, uh, what has panned out that I think needs to pan out has panned out based on the technicals, based on what we're seeing in the market. And it's not a popular opinion, but neither is when all the you know, the House and the Senate, when they're when they're fucking doing insider trading, they're not telling you they're dumping all their tech stocks last last September. They're not telling you that they're buying right now um, on both sides, Republicans and Democrats. So it's not like we get quality, crisp and clean, 100 percent factual information from the news. In fact, quite the opposite. 
So you have to find your avenues of professionals that can get you the information that is prudent so you can make decisions because there is a small section of people like you in the real estate, like me in my world, that do have the information because we've been around it for so long. And we have, you know, it's not what you know now, it's who you know, and then what they know and who they know and leveraging kind of your Rolodex and people Mm -hmm. that have life experience and business experience above and beyond our acumen. So um, I would just, again, remind everybody, stay encouraged. Um, I think this is going to be, has the potential to really pan out to be a very good scenario for both real estate investors that are patient and uh, keep at what you're being good at. I, in my opinion, wouldn't be buying stuff until next year. Yep. But there's opportunities and they could definitely rise up. If you are putting money in the market, you should continue to do that in anticipation that you're going to be rewarded here sooner rather than later for being able to put money in a falling market, buying, buying an asset as it is discounted, and then riding that wave back up. So yep. I'm very excited for, for next year for the potential that it has for investors on both sides of the street. Yeah, I think you touched on a good point. You know, I think. Uh, in, and I would like your opinion on this because I think for me, my belief is whether the market is good or bad in, you know, stocks, I'm going to follow my plan and invest year round 365. Yeah. In reality, if you could do that with houses, they're just more expensive in the process that you can't just be like cash buy done. You know what I mean? Right. You would really do that with houses. You know, if you were a billionaire and you could chill out $50 million a month and you just bought, I don't know what I'm buying, but I'm buying this much every month. Well, it's what the hedge funds do, essentially, right? They dollar cost average their way through the markets. They take little pauses here, which you can do because yes. the real estate market to do is it's so like, much. It's like, oh, look, in two months, I can definitely tell it's going to be better. Yep. Harder to do in the stock market. Exactly. Hence why you got to follow your plan every month. Whereas I yep. think you know what I was getting at was right now, there's nothing wrong with being a little patient and being on the sidelines when it comes to real estate, because it takes longer for these things to play out. Um, and there are we don't a lot have, of... We don't, have the, we don't have indices too that show us... Like, I mean, to a degree we do, but you know what I mean. We don't have the S&P 500. Not that move it as quickly as right the, the stock market We have month-over-month month reports that are lagging or leading. I was going to say... We've we in real estate we just go off the data, which there's a lot of leading indicators that show potential outlooks of what lagging results may look like, and that's where strategy and positioning and decision making in terms of your investment goals on the real estate side come into play. So the beauty of real estate, definitely, and the beauty of real estate is it gives you a little bit more time to position Mm -hmm. yourself to capitalize on those things, and you know versus investing every month like you would in the stock market, maybe you just buy one property a year. Maybe you have the ability and means to buy, you know, one a quarter, right? Like, but at least having a plan that allows you to move the needle forward in your wealth building when it comes to real estate assets, having a plan when it allows you to build wealth and, you know, increase your positions in the stock market when you do both of those and one's a little bit faster than the other, but you're doing them together, 
they kind of have each other's backs and there's this symbiosis that they work w- so well together. And so that's why, you know, I'm grateful for having you as, you know, my, uh, my lead, you know, main squeeze on the stock side, because it gives me the confidence and ability to just do what we laid out in the plan every single month on the stock side. And I can continue to focus on building wealth and real estate around my area of expertise and what I focus on 24, seven, 365 in, you know, the, uh, real estate assets arena. Then you start layering in, right. Some of the life insurance stuff that we've done and some of the other kind of holistic, you know, planning that you can do to really round off your policies um, or your your portfolio, excuse me. I think that's where things get really sexy when you do those over an extended period of time. So if you're doing your journey, guys, um, trust in this plan. But if you don't have a plan, then you need to get the right people around you to be able to execute and go do what you do well. And, <clears throat> and if you're deep in this journey, right, the beauty is, uh, every year you get further down that rabbit hole of wealth building when you're doing the right things in the right arenas, it gets really sexy and really fun. And you get the ability to really unlock some true wealth. And going back to what I said at the very beginning of you know the show, unlocking true wealth you know, from a time freedom perspective, now you can start shifting a lot of that time freedom to uh, the areas and the people and the places of service that really matter and are meaningful to you and bring out right the the most fulfillment and impact, which I think deep down inside all humans want to have. And money is a tool that ultimately allows you to do it at a much larger scale, especially when you're a great person and you're looking to, you know, do it from a very genuine and authentic standpoint. So with that being said, um, we got some you know more reports that will be coming out this next week. Um, some I've been not not going to lie, I've been following this uh, Sam Bankman Freed scandal. Um, the fact that he's coming back into the U.S. to like speak at an event like nothing happened. I think he he just did his first kind of like speaking based interview of what happened and and how nonchalant he is. I'm like, dude, this dude's going to get murked by somebody. I would not be shocked if something crazy happened because he's done so much bad to so many people and it's so much money. Um, and the thing is, he had a phone call posted on YouTube and I was listening to parts of it, of an interview he did. Well, it just sounds like he's scapegoating a lot of other things and like putting blame. Like he literally said, if I wouldn't have declared bankruptcy, eight minutes after I declared bankruptcy, I had $4 billion of liquidity. And it's just like, I don't know, like, how? It doesn't add up. Yeah. No, no. And so he's peddling a lot of BS, I think. And that's unfortunate for people that got caught up in that. But this is exactly why I've said from the very beginning, um, you you have to have regulation around crypto, the crypto industry, um, and all of them and most of them are going to go away. Um, It's just the technology that is underlying that is the key. And I, I just, it's, it sucks, but I understand, you know, seeing people being so uneducated and getting so hyped up on something that will never be, um, it's unfortunate. And they completely breeze past the technology that can just be applied to current things that we already do and improve them and take them into that space. It's just crypto is never going to replace uh, our dollar. It's, it will never happen. It's, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, there'll be a world currency before there's going to be a cryptocurrency. I'll put it, that's also a fact. So, um, be patient, 
I'm still putting a little bit of money into crypto so I can see what it does and I can lose money yep. on y'all's behalf. Down <laughs> about 15,000 so far. Um, but it's just the way that you're, it's the way that it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have um, assets just come out of nowhere and they just change the world. It's the technology behind the asset um, that, in, especially in this case, and how it's going to improve the current market that I believe is going to ultimately be something for whatever projects that stick around um, to have some validity. Um, I, you know, so you didn't listen to me on Bitcoin. I really just, I feel bad for people. What's your final uh, guess? Is he getting arrested in New York City or not? No, I don't think he'll get arrested. Like I said, he knows if he would or wouldn't, or I think he knows if he would or wouldn't. Yeah. Um, he's Hence why he's bold enough to come back. I believe that he did not break any rules technically um, on the based on where he did what he did and where he did it at. Now, I think there's going to be some way to get a shtick on him from the U.S. government, but I don't know. I really don't know. I just Bernie Madoff was arrested seven days after it happened. This dude's chilling and talking to people and doing interviews, and people know exactly where he is, and he's not in jail. So, you know, the other thing he said is he didn't donate to, uh, he, another thing, he, he wasn't a very big donor to just the democratic party. He said he did give money to the Republican to party, both, but yeah, he said he did to both sides. He said yeah. it was dark money. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? So that to, to be determined on that, but I, um, I think he should get what he deserves. I, 100% agree. I think there's got to be some accountability to it, but comes back to the, you know, the big boy, big girl investing rule, which is at the end of the day, if you're going to part with your money, you better be okay with it going to nothing. Correct. Because, you know, due diligence is a big part of the process of making money and protecting your money and growing your money. And it's also, you know, the potential risk if you don't do it properly of losing it and seeing it, whether it's real estate and you don't do your proper due diligence during an inspection and something comes up later and all of a sudden it's a $100,000 roof you know, repair that you didn't plan for and you're going to lose money because of it, or it's investing in a company that's a complete rug pull in crypto and there's nobody behind it, or it's an FTX scan, whatever it is. like Investing in wealth building, volatility and risk is the price you pay for trying to become wealthy. And that's just a fact. So you got to get in there and do what at least you feel like if all goes to hell in a handbasket, at least I feel like I did enough to say I wasn't an idiot and just, you know, threw my money at something without doing research in it. So with that being said, we'll continue to hopefully support you and bring more light to more important topics that help you on your wealth building journey. Uh, If you want to um, take advantage of some of the freebies, millionairemindcast.com x-ray to 844-447-1555. Ryan and his team will take care of you. Text the word deals for all my credit investors to get on my credit investor list. Uh, Deals to 844-447-1555. If you're not on the text letter, text the word notes to that same phone number. If you want to get in proximity to some of our events, go to um, or text the word events. And of course, if you enjoy the show, all we ask hit that subscribe button. Take two seconds. Leave us a review. Guys, if you haven't left us a review yet, I would just want to emphasize how important um, and impactful 
uh, a 60-second review is in terms of the algorithm and getting this content pushed out to more people, helping more people on their wealth-building journey, unlocking and achieving financial freedom. That's something that uh, we take pride in and uh, are passionate about doing. And hopefully you can help us do that by just taking 60 seconds. So with that being said, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March 2 million and beyond. We'll see you guys the next week's show. Cheers. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Wealth Building Wednesday. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. If you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you either leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy listening to this content on or share this with somebody that you know can gain some insight, some value from it. One of the things that you guys know about Ryan and I is, you know, we definitely won't say we have all the answers and we definitely won't say we know it all. We just want to bring conversation to the areas, the topics that we believe are really important to bring attention and awareness to, to help you sharpen your ax, put more tools on your tool belt, weaponize you to make the best decisions that align not only with your financial goals, right, but your lifestyle goals. So if you guys want to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. Most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective or really in most cases overcharged and whether or not their current investment plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish and by when. And this is something Ryan does for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that x-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you are someone who is serious about building your wealth and you're already kind of established, but you want to surround yourself with other like-minded, high net worth individuals, be sure to text WEALTHCAMP, one word, to 844-447-1555 to learn more about our intimate five-star experiences with other like-minded business owners and investors to cross-pollinate, to hear what they're doing, and to have a whole, a whole hell of a lot of fun while we're doing it. And last, if you want to know more about consulting or getting mentorship directly from me or from Ryan, you can learn more by texting the word MENTOR to 844-447-1555. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next Keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. 